This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. Amen. All right, I quickly want to, um, this morning I, I shared along this line, but I just want to um, drop um, just one thought in addition to this. And for people who um, don't attend um, Covenant Nation, to also do a quick recap on this and just to add um, a few thoughts here um, so that the most important part of a meeting is the what you call the most important time is post work because that's where the fruit should come out. Are uh, you following what I'm saying? You can have a huge meeting. You can plan the word of God. Many things can happen. All right. But Satan also is trying to steal the word, trying to choke the word, trying to get people offended so that the word doesn't bring forth the type of fruit that it should. Now, I will start from Job chapter 14 and verse 7. And this first scripture I quoted at the beginning of this meeting. And it says, For there is hope for a tree, or of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. And it says, Though the roots thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, it says, yet through the scent of water, remember it's a sound of many waters, it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. And so this paints a picture, and this is the sound we want going into all the earth at the end of this meeting. And it paints a picture here, of a tree or a plant that is dried up completely from its roots. And that, if you have a plant that is dried up completely from its roots and has withered, you understand clearly that if you begin to pour water and water that particular plant, after some time, it will revive and after some time, health will be restored unto it, and after some time begins to bring forth fruit. However, you have to consistently, all right, water that particular plant every single day. Now, the sowing of the seed happens only once. But the watering of the seed is a continuous thing that happens. Or else it will begin to show after some time that this plant has no access to water. And many times we confuse the planting of the seed, which is a one-time experience, with the watering of the seed. And I remember during COVID, I asked um, Reverend Mark Hankins, I said, in all your years and over 40 years of teaching on the subject of faith, if you will answer this, why do people don't get results? He said, what will you say? He said, the reason is the seed is left unwatered. In other words, there's not a continuous application. That's why it's with patient continuance, the Bible says we will obtain the promise. Now, so we looked at the spiritual parallel. What is the spiritual parallel of this natural thing? In other words, what is applying of the point there, all right, of water upon a seed? And we saw Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 11. There's something I want to share this evening. And it says, and then he said, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, this is like the type of that plant. Our bones are dried, our hope is lost, and we are cut off from our parts. And then he said to him, therefore prophesy. And we said prophetic utterances, speaking to things 
not speaking about things, not just speaking about the greatness of God. We'll see that, but he's speaking to things. That's whatever you want to get revived, whatever area of your life, you want a level of fruitfulness, you have to learn to start speaking, all right, to that particular thing or speaking to that particular area. So if you want your career, the trajectory of your career to go in a certain way, you must start holding conversations with it. You want your business to go in a certain way, you have to start talking to we are not talking about just saying, all right, how great God is, but speaking to that particular thing. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, if you will say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and you will not doubt in your heart, but believe what you are saying will come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. So you start speaking to it. And uh, said here, uh, the Bible says that, this reason why this is so important, is that the word that they heard did not profit them, so they heard the word. In fact, in another place in Romans 10, Elijah said, but our sounds have gone into all the earth. How come we are not seeing the results after we preached? He said, listen, they have not believed our, our sound has gone into all the earth. And then the same thing Paul said, he says, faith cometh by hearing. And in Hebrews 4, 2, he says, the word they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now, when you mix what you have heard with faith, it means that you are now saying, because Jesus said, this is the God kind of faith, if you will say to this mountain. So after this meeting, what are the things you are going to start talking to in a certain light? What are the declarations until it gets into, all right, on your lips and you are saying it in very specific ways? The results of this meeting is not how much you heard, but what mountains were moved. It's not what you understood and wrote down, but by this time next year, you can point to some impossible situations that were accomplished in your life prior to Wavbeck. You didn't think that those kinds of things will happen even though you desired them. But having heard, right, and then you now directed your words towards those things and began. And in Ezekiel 37 verse 1, it tells us, uh, God called the prophet and said to him, the hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, and caused me to pass round about them, and behold, there were many in an open valley, and they were very dry. And anything that is dry has no access to water. And so I wanted to show him how you're all right to get the thing. And he said, Son of man, I said this morning, can these bones live? And so God asks you, Son of man, my daughter, uh, can this year bring forth all these things that are inside your heart? And then you answer him, Only thou knowest, O God. God said, that's not how it works. All right? We like making religious statements. And what we are doing is taking the responsibility of us and handing it over to God. And then we complain and murmur and say, did God show up? Only down knowest. God says, you will know your own self now. Now, <laughs> prophesy to it. Speak, all right, to those bones and say, oh, ye dry bones, hear. Everything can hear. Let me repeat, everything can hear and everything can speak. Because the fig tree spoke to Jesus and Jesus answered the fig tree. Do you get what I'm saying here? When your team loses a match, they talk to you. That is why. Are you following what I'm saying here? All right? That is why you feel down. Because 
Something has been communicated. I hope you know, we'll get to it, when God said, you know when Pastor Ketchu was speaking and she said, you know you can speak in a language and God doesn't understand what you are saying. You know, but you know all things lie naked and open to his eyes. So you think about it, so what would God understand? And then God brought the scripture in Psalm 81 to me and said, I had a language I understood not. And language is more than words. Because they sign language. They are not speaking, but they are giving sight. All right? There's a language. If I take this up now and I do this, I'm saying something. I'm about to throw this and you dodge. So your actions speak. The steps you take, you are saying something. God said, I heard it, we'll get to it. I heard a language I didn't understand. Okay? So he says, prophesy. And he prophesied. And as he prophesied, the issue. So, the lesson I want to get here is learn to start talking to things. You know, when I was in school, my very good friend went home to report me. But they didn't know how to tell me at home. And what the friend told them, he said, he looks like uh, Poggi is losing his mind. Though. Okay? It was later on I realized what happened. Because I went to preach for somebody in Port Harcourt. And he told me, he said, my wife was in union like with you. She said you used to walk and just be talking, 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 talking. So I think this is my friend who was still an unbeliever. Just saw me talking, talking. Ah, that. What's going on? And many of us are not like that. Are you following what I'm saying here? We, we don't talk to things. You, you get depressed by it. You get all this emotional by it. But you don't answer things. And those things are speaking to you. And they have ears. God called things from water. The water can hear. Called from the ground, the ground can hear. Lazarus was dead, but he heard. Dorcas was dead, but she heard. They called back. Everything hears. And that sound that is coming out of you, is it a sound of many waters? Now, it is speaking to things that will distinguish you. See, now these are not just, and we'll see this, affirmations of your faith. It is not just saying that, now that is good, and we'll see this, but that's meditation. That's really what meditation is. Meditation is when you are declaring something to yourself, you are meditating, you are internalizing that thing. So this is not saying to yourself, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You are talking to your own self that way. A prophetic declaration, you are talking to things. Now, you are telling the mountain. If you say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Uh, the mountain, you see this, the mountain says, well, that's, I mean, you didn't call my name. All right? Now, I'm going to show you. Prophetic utterances have to be distinct. Prophetic utterances are detailed. Prophetic utterances are commanding statements with instructions. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Now, and this is where this distinguishing. Look at Jesus' life. Mark chapter 4, verse 38 to verse 40. Now, this is what we don't do. Mark 38, verse, verse 40. Yeah. It says, and he was in the hinder part of the sheep. Please, read this very well. Asleep in the pillow, and when they woke him up, they said unto him, Master, Carest not thou that we do what? Perish. Now, that's a type of prayer that you go to God and you say, God, don't you, God, you know, we are, we are perishing. That's what they said. Carest not thou that we perish. Now, if you pray that way, I, look, God is compassionate because you came to meet him. He can respond and say, and, and Jesus responded. And look at what he said. Look at what Jesus did different. And he arose. He didn't talk to the father. He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. Verse 40. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no what? Faith. Now look at what the people around said. This is what. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, what manner of man is this? 
that even the wind and the sea obey him. Now look, this is a different type of person. How can somebody get up? All right? It's just like somebody coming and, and, and you know, people are praying and just gets up and says, this is what I'm saying here. And everything just changes. People say, what type of man is this? Because what we are all used to is careless, no doubt, that we perish. Now, I'll show you where the prayer thing is and what happens in prayer. So Jesus said in Mark 11, 23, 24, whosoever shall say to this mountain, I will say that what say is in present continuous tense, Whosoever is saying to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into and doesn't doubt in their heart, but believe what they are saying will come to pass. They will have whatsoever they are saying. So start speaking to it daily. Watering the plant every single day. Speaking specifics into and over every area of your life. When we say specifics, now we'll say this. Don't just say, I'm going to be blessed financially. You look at the bank account and you say, by the 7th of August 2023, this account, you shall read 42.5 million, and you don't sound here, and 37 kobo. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? What I'm saying is scriptural. I'll show you. Not that you say that those words are ineffective words in the spirit realm. You say, well, I will be blessed. All right? Uh, God will do great things. Okay? And we just leave it open. Uh, that can be a confession, all right, of your hope, an affirmation of what you believe to internalize it. But that's not a prophetic utterance. First uh, Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 6 it tells us this. Now, brethren, if I come to you speaking in tongues, what shall I profit you? Now, verse 7. It says this. And even things without life-giving sound. I will say this. So there is a sound that gives life. I, you know, when, when the Bible speaks, I will get to it. The water's going there. It says everything it touched lived. Do you get what I'm saying here? Everything that it touched lived. And it's a, that thing is a sound, which means that it went there and it touched it and it lived. So they are life-giving sounds. They are sounds that give life. And it says, verse 7, there I put it. It says, even things without life-giving sounds. Now, even you look at those things. Whether pipe up, except they give a distinction in the sounds. So it tells you that even what doesn't give life-giving sound, there must be a distinction. Not to go and talk about life-giving sound. A life-giving sound must have distinction, which means it must be understood clearly what is being said. You must understand it, all right, clearly. And check your life. Look, and we need to be open. Somebody told me many years ago when the church started growing, she said, Pastor, I've noticed this. That anytime you stand on the pulpit and say, and say, we are going to have, all right, three services in the next eight months, it happens. And then, is then you realize you may just have stopped saying it. Uh, do you get what I'm saying here? Because you just stopped saying it. It's like you come and you say, we'll have it. In fact, I invited somebody in the congregation to preach one day. And the person said, look, what I'm trying to tell you, don't you notice that any time the pastor comes and he'll say, say, haven't we gone through this? Then he'll say again, we're going to do this. And it's then he'll say again, we're going to do that. But if you just say, God will bless us, it's, there's no distinction in that sound. Are you following what I'm saying? And when there's no distinction, there's no life you can give. So look at verse 7 here. I'm going somewhere with this. How shall it be known what is piped or harped? And then he said, verse 8, 
If the trumpet give an uncertain sound, and most of the sounds coming out are uncertain, they are not, who shall prepare himself to battle? So likewise, except you utter with the tongue, words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? Now, angels, except you say it clearly, angels don't know what you are saying. Because I say that, by the end of the year, I'm just using this figuratively, all right, this business will have gotten 60 million, then the angels know that, okay, the business here is 60 million. They now know who to talk to, how to talk, who to influence. Do you get what I'm saying? Because it's very clear. Who do we talk to? Who do we influence? It is clear. I don't want people leaving. See, all the testimonies we come here to that you say, praise the Lord. All right? Nobody said, I came to Wavbeck and I was blessed. I went, you will say praise the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I hope you understand what I'm saying here. They will say specific things. All right? So what are the specific things that are going to be attached to this? Because everybody gets, all right, blessed, so to speak. But what are the specific things? And those things you must leave this place saying that, I am going to start speaking to this. And what you do, particularly people that are going on the fast, all right, is that you spend time listening and listening, I will say this here, and listening and digesting, right? So get things deposited on the inside of you so that you are fully persuaded about these things that you are saying. So there's a distinction in the sound. And we said when Jesus was going to raise Lazarus, uh, he said, I'm the resurrection and the life. Whosoever believes in me, though he were dead, all right, yet shall he live. Now that's an affirmation of your faith, and that's important. But that's not a prophetic utterance. Okay, we mustn't confuse this because it's not a thin line. Is not a it's not a it's an affirmation. Is what Philemon said. Philemon here, verse six. He said the communication of your faith becomes effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. So, if a person wants to break, let's say, a habit of smoking, that's the target there. Now, the acknowledgement of every good thing in Christ, which means I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away and all things have become new, is an acknowledgement of every good thing in you in Christ. And then when, because you are doing that, you can now communicate your faith to that and say that, listen, and tell your body, you have lost every single desire to smoke. Because it is written concerning you, now be a comic of your faith, that when Jesus died, I died, and the Bible says that the flesh and its lust have been crucified. So this desire has been crucified. So I say unto you, so you are now talking and holding the communication of faith. So a language, now this way, and I'll go, all I said, said in service, and now goes on. A language here, it says the communication of your faith. Now, honestly, a language is a structured system of communication. Now, when God says, I heard a language that I understood not, you know some people understand languages better than other people. You know understanding a language is on levels. So the language God speaks is on levels too. All right? There is there, there, there you can, and a language is not, now please get what I'm about to say, and this is what happens here. We understand cliches. Now, if I don't, I mean, I can't speak French, but you can say, what's the French word now? Jesus, Abi, that's correct. Okay, bonjour. So someone says bonjour, actually I say bonjour, but I don't understand French. But I can repeat cliches. It's until you test me on French that you know something is lacking. Christians, we know the cliche, bless you. Great things are going to happen. I'm going somewhere. Until they test you, know whether you understand God's language. That's, do you understand that language? Which means how you talk. That's what Apostle Grace was saying. That when you go to prayer, there is a way you talk. 
That is, it is positional truth. God told Jehoshaphat, he said, set yourselves and stand still. That word set yourself, that phrase, means take your right position. In other words, you are going into this battle, take the position you are supposed to take, then stand still. So the position you are supposed to take is, I'm seated together with Christ in heavenly places. Now, once you take that position, far above principalities and powers, so you are praising God because, yeah, that, now that's the position you have taken. Now, look at the position they took. Careless, not doubt that we perish. Can you say that's a low position? That's not the language of God. The language of faith was, listen, I told you, language can be science. Jesus sleeping when the wind was blowing was a communication. It's not every time you stand up and say, Jesus, Jesus, even, you know, you know, something can happen. I say, Jesus, I'm going to say, what's the problem? In other words, what we heard was fear, not faith. Do you get what I'm saying? So you can go to pray and it's a communication of fear. Do you get what I'm saying here? And you can be threatened and you understand that the language I'm going to speak of faith is that I'm going to sleep. And you go and sleep. The fact that you slept well and woke up, God knows you have entered into rest concerning this. Are you following what I'm saying? So language is deeper than, which is what we do. Then when the trouble comes, what is really inside? And the real language you speak now begins to show up. So language is deep. God said in Psalm 81 and verse 5, I went through, now look at what it says here. He busy ordained Joseph for a testimony when I went through the land of Egypt where I heard a language I understood not. Now look at verse 1. What's the language? He says, now I remove this. Now it says this. Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take a psalm. Bring hither a timbrel and a pleasant harp and a psaltery. He says, blow a trumpet. He says, that's what, that's the language I understand. I mean, she will allow me to say this because she's a friend of mine. Of course, you don't know the name. Nobody knows who I'm talking about. She told me this afternoon, she sent me, we well, talking about something, and she just said to me, so there was something that wanted to happen, and she just said, I thank God, you know, when this didn't happen for me, I thank God it didn't happen, because this position I'm going to get now, I will have been disqualified if that particular thing happened. And she said, you don't know what God is doing when some things don't work. Now, when she lost her job during COVID, listen, listen, she said, when I sent you a message, I've lost my job, said, the first five minutes is what will determine what you have happened. I sold her back. Make sure you respond with thanksgiving. Today, she earns $15,000 a month. The job she has now. Not a year, 15,000 US dollars. And she's in Lagos here. Do you understand this? Now, what she was holding on to, she didn't know that God was saying... Look, if we don't sack you, you won't change your orientation. See, understand this. Nothing can go wrong. Just take this for the Christian. The question is, what sound comes out of you? In fact, it says, well, this is what I want to in 1 Corinthians, it says, it says, I will show you a mystery. Under normal circumstances, Cor- the corruptible cannot be transformed, which means you can't change the inherent nature of a thing. He said, but at the sound of the trumpet, what was death shall be changed to life. Now, I'm just going somewhere here. And where I'm going to, this is where I'm going. Because without resolving this, nothing will happen. We'll get to it. You know, some quoted scripture here about um, waters, and he talked about the Dead Sea. Uh, in a, we'll see it here. Do you know that when the living waters was going in, 
It got to one point, the Bible says, it couldn't, everything it touched came alive. But when it got somewhere, it says, it couldn't bring life here because there was salt. Remember what God, uh, James said? He said, you can't bring forth both bitter waters and sweet waters, fresh and salty. Where there is bitterness because of something that happened, inside the heart, God cannot move in that person's situation at all. That's why Jesus said, when he was going, we'll see this, and what goes there, on that Mark 11, 23, 24, the only thing he said is the hindrance, is forgive. He said, what will stop this principle from working? He said, we can change anyway. He says, but if you don't forgive, Now, and I can tell you every situation where you were betrayed by somebody, somebody talked back about you, somebody did something, somebody did that, all those situations were pregnant with destiny-shaping events. It is the sound that came out of you that caused that thing to remain the way it is. Listen. In fact, I can confidently tell anybody, if you have not been betrayed, you haven't, you haven't experienced resurrection power. You haven't. You'll be normal. Are you following what I'm saying? Where there's no disappointment. Uh, didn't God say, when your father and mother forsake you, then I will. Which means he won't touch a person because if, 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 you know, if, if, you know, in church matter I've come to, I, you know, sometimes you won't know, except it is revealed to you. So, look, when matters of God is happening, don't touch the glory. See, don't say I'm the one. It's God that is doing his work. Are you following what I'm saying here? If you come and, and that's why sometimes God, God doesn't, doesn't move the way he wants to move because Sometimes he, he, he knows if we do this thing, people will, will take the glory in a different way. I remember when we were on campus. I mean, we should tell people the truth. You know, so we resigned from the fellowship man and this friend of ours, and we were the great teachers there. So we went to a room and left. You know, you think that, ah, since you are no longer there. So one of our friends in Nigeria came to see us. The fellowship had grown. For maybe like 59 to 103. So he came to us in the room. You know when people want to, to uh, say, ah, fellowship today. You know, we were there maybe cooking in the room. It was 103. He now said in Yoruba, Allah, Allah, Moshe, she, in other words, <laughs> it's God that knows. You need to go through that kind of thing, all right, to be humble. It can't be taught. You must experience it. You, you're, you're, you're just calm. Uh, if, I'm saying, I, if I walk out, if I walk out, if I walk out, see. See, no, no, no. People should be polite. No, no, no let me tell you this. Spiritual people should be polite. If I walk out, they say, well, why are you offended? No, don't walk out. It's not that they, they think they will die if you walk out. Oh. What they're trying to do is to make sure, but if you insist they're walking out, they just go back to God. And God will see. To them. That is a seed that you should plant so that there will be multiplication. Are, are you following what I'm saying here? In fact, if people are not living, more people can't come. Uh, uh, all right, okay. So, what's the language that God understands? Uh, quickly, He understands the language of praise in a time of crisis no matter what it is. The language he understands is, I told this person to go and mention my name to the king and he refused to mention my name. Praise the Lord. That's the person that knows God's language. Ah, well, they threw me out of the boat uh, in a way that uh, they didn't treat me right. How can they treat me like this? My friend, uh, praise the Lord. That, you know, we have come to a place of destiny. How, how can you do this? I mean, well, say with that, praise the Lord. Now, you now are beginning to understand God's language. How it happens. 
So we said this, and this is where I'll close here. That we must understand, I mean, Jesus said, let me just read the scriptures because they're important. John chapter 11, verse 41. So we get this. John 11, 41. And I'll close here. They took away the stone there, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, now Jesus said this. Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. So he was saying it publicly so that everybody could hear. Now, and he was revealing something here. Now, next verse there, it says, I knew thou hearest me always, but because of the people that stand, that they might believe that thou sent me. So maybe for the first time, they were now beginning to get it. Ah, this Jesus that speaks to wind. It's not just that he just stands and speaks. This is a man of prayer. All right? So he said, Father, I thank you. In other words, I've prayed about Lazarus. I've asked God, all right, for the life of Lazarus back. So he said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. Now, the next one, he now said in 43, and when he had thought spoken, which after he had done the prayer, he now cried forth and said, Lazarus, come forth. Now, that's the prophetic utterance. All right? Everything you are affirming your faith. But now this prophet, Lazarus, come forth. So we see Peter doing the same thing with Dorcas. We see him in of time, Acts 9, verse 40. Acts 9, 40. We see Peter's, Peter put them all forth. And he knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha. So he did exactly the same thing Jesus did. But the catch is, at what point did Peter get up? And say we can't speak now. At what point? Okay? And I want to show something. Because when those disciples came and tried to cast out the devil from Jesus, from doing it, and Jesus, and to, from the boy, and they couldn't, Jesus came and said, Come, get up. And they went to meet him and said, Why couldn't we cast this devil out? He said, Because of your own belief. Peter, James, and John would definitely not have asked Jesus that question because they were with him on the mountain. They saw what happened when he was praying, how he was changed. So they understood that. You see, all this thing he does, speak to the wind, speak to this. Oh boy, this man, when he enters into the place of prayer, something happens. This man gets transformed. So this unbelief that he's saying, he moves out of a place of unbelief into a place of certainty while he's praying. He gets to a place which is what Jesus was saying in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, what the condition is, he doesn't doubt in his heart but believes that thing he's saying will come to pass. How does he know that? Because in, he says, therefore, therefore, and when you use the word therefore, I mean this is therefore this. In other words, for this Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty four is there. Whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. What he's saying is, you enter into the place of prayer and you stay in the place of prayer until you have received it. Something happens inside. This is where the old patriarchs didn't confess the way we are confessing. Didn't know all this thing, but they will go up to the mountain and pray then come down from the mountain and start speaking. And when they start speaking, powerful things will begin to happen. It's because of an encounter that they had when they were in the place there of prayer. And right there what happened was the Spirit of God quickened them. In other words, there was a quickening that actually occurred as they entered into that place of prayer concerning that particular thing. Now, when does this quickening occur? And that's why I want to share some there. Okay? Because you go up there, uh, and, and that's why I, I can't remember who was talking about it. Who, 
it was Apostle Joshua Selman, where you have the prayer people and the word people. Anybody who says I'm a word man and is not a prayer person cannot have results. Listen to what I'm saying here. Anybody that is saying I'm a word man, eh? that I know everything I've been given in Christ Jesus, it will remain in the spirit realm. Because there are three stages. The first stage is God gave you in Christ thousands of years ago. You were not there. The second stage you must understand is guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the issues of life. Which means what comes into your own life is what is inside your own heart. God has given to every single person the same thing. The person who got born again yesterday and Pastor Ia Deboe have been given the same thing in Christ Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if you ask that person, can Pastor Adeboye get $50 million in three weeks? You will say yes. Can this person? You say, only the Lord knoweth. What has happened? Why are you saying that? God is no respecter of persons. But it's how much you have taken from heaven. So when Jesus said this kind is only by prayer and fasting, is that in a fast is when you can access this kind of deposit in your heart. Uh, you get what I'm saying here? So it's when you're fasting that you can pull a lot of the spiritual substance. Now when he enters into your heart, you know that you have it. But that's not the time of manifestation. The time of manifestation is when you speak what has entered your heart. So, I want to buy a car, just as an example, of 10 million. I look at my account. What is there is 50,000 naira. I see somebody else who goes to buy that same car, writes a check, and puts the check down, and takes the car. Then they come and meet me and say, how did he buy the car? By writing a check. I, with my 50,000, I too, I go there, and I do what? Write a check. My check will do what? Bounce. Because I don't have in my own account what I am trying to do. So many people are saying things that are not inside their bank accounts. Do you understand? A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. In other words, it, the day, now, if I have 50,000 and then somebody comes and says, I want to give you this job and I get the job and I now make 100 million, won't, won't have changed now. You may not see me with the car, but I have changed. Even the way I will talk about it, you will know I have changed. You, you know, I will sleep while other people are fasting. You get what I'm saying here? So when Jesus slept, it's because he had it. Oh boy, and you can't fake rest. You can't fake rest. You, listen what I'm saying. You can't fake rest. You wake up. What's going on? All right? You'll be checking the water. What's happening in the water? You can't fake rest. In fact, what will happen is, what if the water is getting into the boat? Jesus, won't you wake up? He just knew. Bring the water to a level. He can't cover me. Satan, I know what you are trying to do. You touch me with water. You touch me with water. You touch me with water. He can't cover me. You know, when you are coming out of Egypt, God parts the Red Sea for you so that you walk on dry land. But when you are entering into your promise, you must put your leg in the water. The thing won't part, then you just walk through. You will enter into it. Put your leg, you will feel the water. Do you get what I'm saying? And then when you are still in the water, it will respond to you. Do you get what I'm saying here? You are building a house, you don't have money, but when you arrive at stillness, and you can't fake stillness. So it's there that there's a definite transaction where is the substance enters into you. And when that substance now enters into you, at your own given time, you can write a check at any time you choose. There is no more timing now. You choose when it will happen. John Gillick, he said, when I understood the ministry of the Spirit, he said, I called my family and said, our ministry is going to be global now. People will come from everywhere in the world to get sickness, disease healed. Let us go on holiday for six months because we are not going to have rest after this. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? 
Now, if there's a demand for 100 million and your account is 20 million, you know. Uh, you get what I'm saying? The truth of the matter is, when there's no substance for what you are reaching for, you know. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, you can be faking it and saying, say, we confess, we do it, but you know. God knows you know. Other people may not know, but you know. Now, a person who listens very well, who you are all talking, one time you will reveal it by a statement you make without even knowing you have spoken unbelief. So, what happens? So I say, where do you get quickened? And that's why when he says, whosoever first let him come to me and drink. For every greater level you get to, you need to drink new. Uh, uh, are you following what I'm saying? Okay. Now, somewhere I'm going with this here. Psalm 119, verse 49 to 50, it says, Remember thy word unto thy servant, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word has what? Quickened me. Now, when that quickening occurs, when that deposit is made into you, is when the pressure starts. All right? Once the pressure starts on the outside, when the pressure starts, that's when you go up to God. Peter and John were doing normal things until they beat them and warn them not to speak in the name of Jesus. But those people understood that you don't just go on with life. Let's go and drink afresh. They called the people together and they went and let, let me say this to you. Listen, it is easier to call people together to drink together. It happens faster. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? All right? Now, I mean, last time I can't remember. What, oh, yeah, yeah, it was we were praying for Wavbeck. And well, church came together, and I've missed it, maybe because of COVID and all of this online, online prayer. All right? But when you come together and pray with people, and you are praying, you will all know if you are in the spirit the time you got it. If 100 people are praying, the time it enters into your heart, if it enters into your heart at this time, we've got it. If you look at the time and ask people, when did you get the release? It will be exactly the same time. In other words, that's when that thing was released and it got into your heart. After that, you now start prophesying. You now start declaring. So please, there's a difference between coming and saying, what back? Next day, I will be 100,000 people in the meeting. Yeah! And you don't have anything to command 100,000. The demons will say, and you said it in the name of Jesus, so that's theory. Are you following me saying yeah. See, the traffic warden and a man who is commanding a battalion is the same authority they have. I hope you know. What differs is power. A traffic warden there can stand and tell a boss, stop! And the boss looks at him, bus driver, to gauge how much power he has. And he says, this one is using hand. I have more power because I have a car. We hit you. The man jumps. But if he sees a tank there, pointed in that direction, with people cocked guns, and they point in his direction, he knows this is not just authority. This is what? Power. Jesus said, tarry until you are endued with Power. If they didn't tarry, they would have had authority, but they won't have power. This is what for years we've been trying to tell what people that there's a difference between authority and power. Authority means you read what is inside the book, you know the laws. Power means you have the ability to do what? Effect it. Power is in measures, authority is the same. A person that got born again yesterday has the same authority in the realm of the spirit as Pastor Yadipoy, but the power is different. Somebody with, with just shooting bullets, boom, boom, has to shoot many. Somebody who is firing a missile once, 
So don't say that, I too, I'm going to say it once. When you are still bullet level. Do you understand what I'm saying? This was happening. And then you feel that, this was happening. See, you might know the document more than even somebody who has appropriated, which means you know 100, but you've appropriated one. Somebody knows 30, but has appropriated 28. When that person is talking, you will be saying this other 72 they don't know. It's time to demonstrate. You will know there is only one you have appropriated. So just know with the more you know, the more fasting and prayer. To whom much is given? The warfare will be there. Are you following? I may close by saying this. So it says this. Remember thy word unto thy servant upon which thou hast caused me to hope. Romans 5 2. It says again. This is what it says here. And this is what we're trying to tell people. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace we stand wherein we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. But not only so, we glory also in what? Tribulation. So tribulation comes. All right? So we are here now. Hey, 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 hey. But when we leave, the devil says, you are at Wadbeck, yes. <laughs> ah, you heard a lot, oh, yes. <laughs> you are deep, yes. So let's test you at that depth. God says it should be so, so that you can appropriate that depth into your own life. But instead of appropriating, you say, why should this kind of thing happen? And then you get offended. So we glory. It is in these times the word is quickened. Specifics are given to you in prayer, which means when the word is quickened, you now know specifics there. You go to God in prayer, when the pressure is there, and then he now quickens it. Stay in prayer over the word until it's quickened. Then you can speak and you can act. To access these waters there, which means this quickening here, you rejoice. But once you get bitter, uh, the Bible tells us that once people start getting bitter during that time, and that's why you should, all right, restrain yourself. Right, make sure that, and the only way you can deal with this bitterness, look, the only way you can deal with, the only way you can completely forgive a person, the only way you can completely forgive a person, this is what I've seen, I mean, this is what I have seen, is look, God, I don't understand what happened here, I don't understand, but I just want to give you thanks that this thing happened. I don't understand it, but I'm, look, look, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm thanking you, I don't, I'm thanking you in it, not for it, no, 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 no. God, I do not understand it, but I am going to give you thanks. The enemy meant it for evil, but you will turn it around for good. Are you following what I'm saying? And then as you begin to thank God, and this is what we'll see here, let me just go to Genesis chapter 47, verse 1 to 11. I start thinking, and this is why a lot of times people don't get to that quickened word. They don't get to that quickened word because the, the spirit gets corrupted with, with, with bitterness. All right? Things don't work the way um, it's supposed to. I have never, I'm saying this I, in all of my Christian life, I have never seen anybody who gives thanks when something goes wrong. All right? And something goes wrong. I, that don't, I mean, this lady, she, she I said what, she said me things. Said, you said five minutes, first five minutes is your window of response. Respond correctly. Thank God. Praise God. Don't say you don't know how much I give to this organization. Praise God. Thank him. All right? Because if you lose your job today, and in six months' time, because you lost your job and you were at home, you now had time to visit a friend you hadn't visit for, visited for years. You get there, and from there, something opens, you start a business, you are now employing 300 people, and, and you are paying, what you are earning in that company, you are paying it in salary to somebody now. 
if we come and meet you now and tell you, was it a bad thing that happened to you when they sacked you? When they lied on you, was it a bad thing that happened? You, you yourself will say, you, you will say, let me tell you, God, what I have seen about God, what, this is what you tell us, what I have learned about God. Now, you are saying that after the fact. Faith is said before the fact. If I ask you, will you thank God for that loss of job after you got it? You will say yes. So why don't you thank God for it? You say, boy, it's the devil that did it. Yes, we know. But who crucified Jesus? He's the devil. You don't know. Had the prince of this world known, they won't have crucified Lord of glory. Or you think crucifixion was fun? They stripped Jesus naked. He didn't want it. He said, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. Where were we going to get the manifestation of sons of God? They were made subject to vanity not willingly. By reason of him that subjected the same in hope. Which means God looked at it and said, I can trust this person. Treat this person this way. Fire at this person. And the open fire says, I've subjected you to that particular thing. I've said this. If not for David. If, look. I've prayed this for, let me close. I said, God, if some things did not happen to Jesus, all ministers will feel guilty. Because people left the ministry of Jesus. That's why we are okay when people leave your ministry. If nobody left the ministry of Jesus, the day people leave your ministry is over. If, if people will tell me, well, if your systems are right, uh, uh, okay, so God's system was faulty. When Lucifer said, I'm going, and carried one third of the staff. Uh, one day I was coming, I've said, God, what's going on? God told me, he said, what's your problem? I said, I'm feeling bad about it. It's when I just got said, he said, what's your problem? He said, come, let me tell you something. You see, it's when you're under pressure, you hear some things you don't hear. He said, George, I created angels. One third of them left me after some time. The number one angel carried them, went. Then I said, let us create man in my own image, after my likeness. Before they even had their child, that one too had gone. Should you not say there is no smoke without fire? God, what's your problem? Why is everybody leaving you? Are you following what I'm saying? Here? Somebody came to meet me, said it was hot, that somebody was hurting him because somebody has known for years, was speaking bad about him and using the years of knowledge as the, the credibility card there to say, I know this person more than you and therefore this is how this person is. I told the person, isn't that what Lucifer too said to those who thought? Look, my friend, I've been places with him that you have not been. How did he deceive them? I've worshipped him in the court. He is not who you think he is. Follow me. I mean, isn't that what he did? If God can't take you to the cross, he can't use you. Are you following what I'm saying? If he can't say, look, because you'll be of no use to anybody, there's no life to give. He says, follow me. There are three million people in this world suffering from this. Can you suffer it? so that you'll get the wisdom to help them out. That's the way it works. Paul said, it's the comfort we receive we use to comfort other people. Uh, you understand this? God says, can you, are you, say God, God, says, let's go. Can you survive that? Uh, then you, you do this. You see, people tell me, there was a minister that told me this, he said, let me tell you this. He said, any time you preach minister's conference, he said, I thoroughly get blessed. And the reason is, he said, that's what you should be doing, just be doing pastor's conferences. Now, the reason why that happened to him was, most people that start ministry, most people sweat for a very long time before they break through, okay? Someone told, who was it, Paula White, you are an overnight success. She said, that night is 19 years. 
You know, it's when they see you, they think you started. Uh, you don't understand. It's when people see you, they think you started. So they'll say, ah, you've just been ministry five years. Ah, say five years. You don't know where we have preached. So he told me, because, I mean, I mean those, were, those were not years of, of nice years. We started in a hotel. First landlord I went to meet, he told me, he said, so where's the church? I said, that brothel? You are doing a church in a brothel? Young man in a brothel? This is what he told me. How are you going to get married? Who, what will you tell your father-in-law you are doing it? This is what I was telling you. That's, and he was trying to help me. That's swords going inside. You go home. You're in a brother. Move somewhere else. So he told me, he said, how much do you have? Come and take my place. You'll be paying it little by little. You understand? But you see, we went through all of that. And somebody told me, he said, you know what I like about you? He said, you had no denomination. Nobody knew you. You didn't start anywhere. It's just by yourself. I mean, Pastor Miwari, I mean, I really appreciate it. I said, so how do you get to Ilori? He said, I told my wife. God said, Ilori, and we went there. I said, so what are you saying? You were clapping in your sitting room. He said, yes. That's how we started. God can use him to bless people in a way that he may not be able to use somebody else. Are you following what I'm saying? Because when he goes on, he just clapping, 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 clapping. You know when you're clapping to an empty place? The echo. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying here? So what am I trying to tell you? You can only be used in the areas where you have been tested. Don't look at what is happening or what you go through as something bad. You have to go through things so that you can have a deposit on the inside. When this test comes, go to God, he will quicken you. When he quickens you, start speaking and start imparting that life. Are you from saying here? So as we leave this meeting, I'm going to bring in Apostle Grace. But as we leave this meeting, don't just go with notes and with understandings. Let it be a sound that comes out of you. All right? Identify the things this night that I am going to talk to. And I'm going to talk to them in very specific terms. Joshua looked at God and spoke to God. God did not. Now, God did it, but God didn't. He didn't pray to God. Please, can you tell the sun to stop and the moon? Joshua spoke to the sun and said, son, stop here. And he spoke to the moon. Stop here. You have to speak to things and speak in very specific terms. All right, so what I want to do before we go to the next session is let's just spend some time. And I want you, if you are going through anything and you have been saying, let this thing depart. You know, that's what Paul was saying. But let this thing depart. Paul said, my grace is sufficient for you. It's not departing. Through that thing, through that thing, he said, through it, you don't understand how it works. Through it, my strength will be made manifest. So just lift up your hands to God. You say, well, you, Pastor, you don't understand. This boss in my office is a horrible human being. Say, Father, I want to thank you for Mr. Jack, Jack Juki, who has that. All that bad behavior is an assignment from heaven to cause your life to be made manifest to me in a particular way for the future. Are you following what I'm saying here? That I have. For nothing can be done against the truth but for the truth. And after you have thanked God for Jack Duca, then you can prophesy. I say unto you, sir, you are a perfect plan of God for my life and start. But you have to thank God first before you can get that dominion to do it. Let's rise to our feet and just take a worship song here. Quickly. All right? And just begin to worship God and make sure that all bitter forms of water, salt gets out of your system. Uh, from the same place can't come. It can't come salt and fresh waters. Let it just be fresh waters alone. Let it just be praise alone. Uh, thanksgiving. 
all right, alone that comes to, to God Almighty. Uh, just give him thanks and give him praise and, and thank him. And say, I will glory also in tribulation. I will glory also in this. And I will thank you, Lord. And praise you.